Welcome to Tellius Talk. I am your host, Wendell Martins. And I'm your second host, Alistair Murphy. Hello to everybody out there in the podcast world. Thank you so much for uh, joining Wendell and I on our first uh, podcast episode. Um, the first yeah, ever. Yeah, we hope you find <laughs> it uh, informative and entertaining. Uh, Wendell, where are you at right now? I'm at home. <laughs> I'm in my... For you. Pardon? Where's home for you? Oh, I'm in Portage of Prairie, Manitoba. And I'm in Abbotsford, British Columbia. So we are not even in the same room, which is the beauty of technology. You bet it is. Uh, so, hey, um, what is Telus Talks? What do you want to tell people about it? Well, it's a show about Christian maturity. Um, mm-hmm. I think we've gotten together before to talk. And a lot of times the topics that come to us when we're visiting are things that we're not hearing talked about in church or things that we're just not talking to our friends about, you know? And so the ability to sit down and talk about some of these things that are uh, needing attention is, is part of what we're doing here. Uh, it's about being complete in Christ. I think there's a lot of things that we could talk about that people don't think about that the Bible addresses, you know, things yeah. like, like sin, for example, you know, so Ooh, don't talk about sin. No, that's a bad one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but, no, I and I, um, I was going to say when we uh, when we came up with the idea of doing the podcast, yeah, it came out of those conversations that we've had at late nights, you know, and some of the frustrations that we've shared with one another about, you know, how society seems to be push, push, pushing. And I know there's a lot of shows about this right now, but, uh, you know, more with a political agenda. And I think that for you and I, our whole our whole beings are absorbed in the word of God. And so that's where we go to first. And I think through examining some of those questions together, we've, you know, felt that we could share that with other people because sometimes people get lost in the politics as opposed to the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, like the church that I was attending when I was living back in BC, their conference has decided now it's more important to be culturally correct than it is to be biblically correct. And that's mm-hmm. something that has really, really bothered me that they would make those kind of decisions. Uh, you yeah. go to the websites for the churches in the conference, they talk about uh, inclusion. It's a big, big word. As yeah. if as if somehow, if you are going to be a Bible-believing Christian or if you're going to follow Scripture at all, that this is something that, that can't be done or shouldn't be done or, you know, so. Yeah. And again, that's where the idea of... Uh, I guess the uh, the listeners probably want to know teleos means like you said it means yeah. mature uh, or complete. So teleos is the new Greek New Testament word for complete or maturity, and it kind of comes from uh, Colossians one uh, verse twenty eight, where Paul says to the church in Colossia, uh, "We proclaim Christ Jesus, warning and teaching everyone with all wisdom, so that we may present everyone mature in Christ." And that really is kind of why we decided to start this podcast right yeah. the idea of, of uh encouraging people to to uh or warning and teaching what paul said and encouraging everyone so that people can present themselves as being mature in christ yeah instead of maybe lukewarm exactly yeah and it's it's a scary thing to do i know i just started a new job uh, i was working for a company that was owned by a christian and it just didn't feel like I was getting any ministry done there. I'm, I'm now at a new job. And, um, you know, today we had 
our men's breakfast at church and we talked about asking God to give us an opportunity to share, to witness, put people in our path. And so I'm thinking with a new job, what better time, you know, yeah. Yeah. of course it, it causes its own problems, but to be a witness in, in our community, to be tent makers as it were. Yeah. And, um, and Jesus himself commanded us. I mean, he said, be perfect, be teleos. Yeah. Uh, just as your heavenly father is perfect. Telios is the word that shoes twice. So God, Jesus commanded us, be perfect just as your heavenly father is perfect. Uh, you know, and this was not a new commandment uh, that Jesus was, you know, coming up with. I mean, God gave that commandment to the people of Israel when they left the land of Egypt, when he delivered them. He said, for I am the Lord who brought you up from the land of Egypt to be your God. So you must be holy because I am holy. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's yeah. really what's driving me is this idea of he's calling us to be holy or to be mature, to be perfect. How are we matching up to that standard? Are we happy with just kind of maybe, maybe, maybe middle school? Yeah. Or maybe, you know, still elementary school Christians, or are we really willing to be mature? For sure. Yeah. You know, we talked a little bit about sin. Um, as Christians, God delivers us out of sin. He gives us an opportunity for new life in Jesus Christ. And he gives us a glorious hope of his coming kingdom. Um, yeah. We talked uh, some time ago about our soul. Um, and I remember when I was at Bible school, we were asked to write something about our testimony and using words that were not Christian words, like not don't use Christianese as it were. And the, yeah. uh, this word soul is that a, a Christianese type word? Like we start talking about sin and, and the hope of the kingdom and, and things like that. When people talk about their soul, are, are they seeing the same thing or they understand the same thing that, that we're talking about as Christians? Is, you know, that's a question I, I ask sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a question you have to ask anytime you really, when you read the Bible. Yeah. Um, you know, what is our understanding? Are we just reading it and going, oh, that's nice? Or are we actually understanding what the words, the impact of the word means? Like, what exactly is God asking us to do? And, you know, I honestly think, you know, we talked about the way society is kind of moving and politics and stuff. And I, I honestly think that we're living in the same days as, as Noah, when, you know, when God saw that human wickedness was widespread on the earth and that he said every inclination of the human mind was nothing but evil all the time. And that's how I feel. I kind of feel that's where we are right now. Yeah, Everything yeah. just seems to be inclined towards evil. And it's, uh, it's scary, especially when you've got kids, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We look at things around us in our world. We think, Oh, it's such a mess or what's going on. I know I, I get my news on my, on my phone scrolling through media pages. I oftentimes see a lot of stuff that I wouldn't normally be interested in about celebrity and all that stuff. And, it's just gross, like the things that are going on, the way people are conducting themselves. And we have an opportunity to show the other side of it, to make the evidence clear. Because yeah. uh, the world we live in needs Jesus. You know, he needs, needs him to come back. Yeah. So, again, this podcast, uh, just for anybody that's listening, it's really dedicated to lifting up the word of God as the only way to navigate this crazy world. I mean, you can try all other different ways to navigate it. And I have, you and I have shared the stories about my uh, wanderings to and fro. And um, at the end of the day, the God, God's word is the only way that we can navigate this world. So um, 
yeah, we're looking forward to people listening and um, we will uh, be uh, opening up like a mailbag and for comments, mm -hmm. we have a Facebook site. So we just really encourage people to join us and mm -hmm. uh, have some input with us. But at the same time, we hope that what you hear is, is uplifting for you and it's something that can challenge you in your own um, walk with God and, and your own readings of the scriptures. So, sure. Um, I thought we were going to do a little impromptu interview or something, weren't we? Yeah. Uh, ask each other some questions, you know, see who we are and why are we subjecting people to listening to us talk? Because um, <laughs> we have such, such good voices for listening to, right? They're so soothing and delicate. And great. Exactly. Delicate. It's a great word. Voices. Yeah. Yes. Yours sounds like sandpaper. Sandpaper. That's what I'm known <laughs> as. The sandpaper man. All right. How about you go first? Sure. So I, I know you pretty good. We've been friends for, what has it been, 25 years? Something like that? Just I think just over 25 years. Yeah, 25 years. Uh, met in a band. Yep. Just before Actually, a band. Met at church. Met at church, yeah. Met at church. Started a band. Yeah. Yeah. So... We're not in a band this, anymore. The story ends, we started a band. And then it was <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've been friends for about 25 years, 26 years. Um, okay, yeah, that's where we met. We met in church. We actually met at Aldergrove. Oh, uh, it was called East, East Aldergrove, Aldergrove. Mennonite Church. Correct, yeah. Yeah, and now it's changed to something. Ross Road. Ross Road. Ross Road Community Church, yeah. yeah. So, okay, give me a question. Okay, so if <coughs> if you're going to be coming to something, if I'm holding an event, do I expect you to be early or late? <laughs> I'm going to be late, obviously. I was even late for the recording of this tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you sure were, yeah. So well, I shouldn't, was... no, but I shouldn't be surprised. Um, what is something you have recently formed an opinion about? Oh. Uh, okay. Um, I'll narrow it down to maybe a couple of things. Sure. Um, form an opinion about, um, Messianic Judaism. I've been mm -hmm. kind of captured by that recently and, um, formed an opinion about it, I guess, in the sense that, um, I didn't know anything about it before. I thought it was just, a. I actually don't even know what I thought it was. Um, mm -hmm. Uh, you know, maybe something like a fringe kind of a thing, but sort the, more the Protestant I, uh, wing of the Jewish, of Judaism. <laughs> I don't know. It just it kind of sounded cultish, but you know, yeah. when I started uh, like you know uh, digging into it, I've discovered that it's actually it's bang on. In fact, it might yeah. even be more bang on than our our traditional Protestant and Catholic approaches sure. to, yeah. to Christianity. Um, the other thing is um, the other thing I've formed an opinion about is uh, I actually like Ray Comfort. Okay. Yeah, I didn't like him for a long time, but the yeah. guy's kind of growing on me. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, what about you? Any any new opinions that you've come up with recently? Uh, nothing recent, but I do remember there was a time where we lost my niece. She there were some difficulties in her birth, and she uh, after she was born, she only lived for I think it was a matter of minutes before she passed away. And I've always been taught that we're born into sin, we die into sin, uh, so that's it, right? Because we're we come into the world sinful. Uh, but how do you resolve that when you talk to family? And so I did a lot of reading, a lot of listening. I listened to a lot of sermons from many different backgrounds, 
And, uh, you know, you talked about Messianic Judaism being something that, that you've formed a new opinion about. I think I found something in the Old Testament that just gave me a lot more peace in that they talked about an age of accountability being in around that 12-year-old sort of yep. range. Yeah. You know, and then the more that I read and, and listened to people uh, tackle that same topic, the more I thought, you know, if a baby dies, they never had a chance. You know, they, mm-hmm. they never came out of the womb and was like, I'm going to be a Christian. <laughs> they, yeah. didn't, they didn't have that opportunity. So I remember, yeah. I guess, changing my mind as to yeah. what I grew up believing as to what I believe now. Yeah, um, that's interesting because I I've always been brought up to believe that babies uh, go straight back to heaven. Actually, there's an old nothing to do with my recent journey into Messianic Judaism, but there's an old Jewish um, story or legend that um, you know, like babies are stars, and when they are given, if they are miscarried or aborted or they they die after recently after after birth, um, they go right back up to where they're supposed to be until they're ready to be given to somebody else. I thought it was kind of a neat little way of thinking about it, but mm-hmm. yeah, I was always brought up to believe that babies are not, uh, babies and young children are not s- subjected to the punishment of, of sin because yeah. they're, they don't have, uh, they're not of age to make that decision. Yeah. I, yeah. The, the question of eternity. I mean, that's, that's a question that everybody, I, I think everybody would, would think about. Uh, speaking of places to go, a uh-huh. bit of a change in, in pace. Is so, okay. Talk to me about an interesting place you've been. Oh, um, <clears throat> I've been to a lot of interesting places. Uh, depends also who I'm with. Um, <laughs> I probably say the most interesting places I've ever been was when I was growing up in the UK. Um, I used to go to a lot of historical sites, like ancient burial sites, cairns oh. and stone circles. And, um, really fascinating to be able to you know touch a a stone coffin with uh carvings on it that's been in the ground for like you know two thousand years or um however long they did it back and i used to love going to archaeological digs with my dad Uh, we used to do that once a year and so um yeah anything with history cathedrals all that kind of stuff i love it i think people are drawn to spirituality you know and i know i was in ireland a number of years ago and there's places in Ireland as well that have this spiritual significance. Yeah. So, and even like, like, but even things like churches and cathedrals. I love cathedrals. Actually, talking about Ireland, there's the cathedral in Dublin, which has all the um, catacombs underneath it. And they've sure, got, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, I remember seeing that when I was a kid. I mean, that's fascinating. One of my favorite cathedrals is St. Giles Cathedral in, in Glasgow. In Glasgow, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or no, Edinburgh. Sorry, in Edinburgh. Edinburgh. That's Scotland. Now I'm putting myself out. Anyway, um, <laughs> okay. So aside from uh, this podcast, which I know uh, your wife has uh, is concerned, it might take up a lot of your time. If you had more time and more money, uh, what would you pursue? What kind of what kind of things would you do? Oh, there's so many. Uh, to choose one is almost an impossible task. Um, music and writing, my two top, I think. I would yeah. love to make money as a musician and, and as a writer. Um, even right now, I've got, I'm working on a commentary. I call oh, it yeah. the, co- the common commentary. Um, the what? The common commentary. Common commentary, okay. Yeah, so I get people to help me write, you know, into it. Um, I've written a book of, of uh, fiction. 
about, mm-hmm. you know, just stuff I'm interested in. I've written some children's books, you know, stuff like that. Were you also doing a comparison of the a harmony of the Gospels? You started doing a, a, a writing about that one time. Yeah, I, I started a series on the harmony of the Gospels. And I've been thinking, like, lately I've been reading through the Bible in a chronological order. And I yep. thought, you know, how cool would it be to write a paraphrase, as it were, of the Bible in chronological order? You know, so you take the Gospels and instead of them being four different books, they would just be one portion or one chapter and you make everything fit chronologically. Uh, But as a paraphrase, because that would obviously not be a translation. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) um, If money wasn't an issue, you know, back onto the question, uh, I would love to dabble in painting and woodwork. Mm. And I would like to maybe try distilling my own whiskey. Well, we'll have to talk about that when, if we I'm talk allowed, about yeah. when we get to the sin topic. We'll talk about the alcohol issues, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it makes me kind of feel very olden days or like an old soul. I think this, the perspective of those things that, that interest me. Yeah. So, um, so in, that, in that vein, um, what would your perfect room look like if you had a perfect room? Uh, it would be like an old English library. Like, um, I don't know if you've ever seen one of those programs, um, dare I say Downton Abbey, um, which I love. Uh, but you know, you could go into these like old mansion houses and they have these, uh, you have these rooms that are just libraries and they're books and they probably have like an old globe somewhere and they've got an old, one of those old desks. And it would maybe kind of like be a cross between an old library and, and Sherlock Holmes's room. Um, yeah. Very kind of, uh, I don't know what the word would be, um, almost kind of nostalgic. Sure, like comfortable. But yeah, and the smell. Yeah. There has to be that smell of old books. I love that. I love going into yeah. old places where you can smell the, the books. I think like leather and smoke and must and stuff yep. like that. Yeah. I often yeah. have said to my wife, I think the perfect – cologne or musk that i could wear would smell like uh two-stroke exhaust and (laughs) (laughs) and sawdust you know from a chainsaw and stuff like that but (laughs) so uh i'm working on my library right now and hopefully when it's done it'll be up to your standards uh it it won't be because my own library isn't up to my own standards (laughs) but um you know um I always wonder what I would do if I didn't you know, or people always ask, what would you do if you didn't uh, talking about libraries and stuff? What would you do if you had more time? If like, if you didn't have to sleep as much, what would you do? Uh, I know what I would do. I would probably like finish all the untasked chores around the house because there's a lot of them. Um, what about you? What would you do if you, if you didn't have to sleep as much? Uh, I put time into my hobbies, like I mentioned. Uh, and luckily when we get to eternity, we can spend all of the time, all of eternity, doing what we're made for. There'll yeah. be no such thing as having not enough time. But yeah. um, so let me turn that question on you. If you didn't have to sleep, what would you do with your extra time? Apart from doing all the un- unfinished household chores. Sure, yeah. <laughs> you know what? I would probably read all the books that I've ever started and never finished and all the books that I wanted to start but never started I would probably just read I I don't I I just love to read I would probably read nonstop. yeah I, I read everything I agree 
it would probably take me a while to get through all my books because I've got what I think about a thousand books in my library. So it'd take me a while to finish them all. But I, I like to uh, when people ask me, you know, oh, have you read all those books? I like to kind of. My dad once said, I just tell people I've read some of all and all of some. Yeah, so that's what I say now. It's like, well, you know, I've read some of all and all of some. You yeah. know, which ones? I don't know. <laughs> some I start, I don't finish, and some exactly. I start and finish. So it's it's you know, but I never. I always go back to books. Always. Sure. So you know, with all your books, I'd like to know: Do you think you can make a forty-minute presentation with absolutely no preparation? Oh yeah, yeah. But it wouldn't be anything to do with books. No, I would. Uh, I I I would probably be able to give you a forty-minute presentation on um, our aging population in Canada, our senior population, um, and what life looks like for them right now, and what life's going to look like in the future for them. For so sure. yeah, I could easily talk to you about seniors for hours. Uh, I love seniors. Yeah. What about you? I don't know. A 40-minute talk without presentation, I'm very organic that way. I get into a conversation with someone, and then that becomes my 40-minute presentation, I guess. Depends on the topic. Up? I do, yeah. There's a lot of squirrels. I get <laughs> in and out. And <laughs> um, hey, um, talking about spending your time doing stuff, so, like, you know, because we live in this media, social media age, uh, which actually makes me feel really old now. I used to think I was so like up with the times, but it's moving so fast. I just can't keep up. But, um, you know, when they talk about spending so much time online or on your phone, yeah. um, and some people are obsessed with it. What do you think, uh, what would be an obsession that you think is ridiculous or you just don't understand the point of? I don't get the point of diets. Uh, there's thousands of diets out there and, you get some people saying that this is the perfect diet and other people saying that that diet will kill you and all these things. And quite frankly, most of them seem more damaging to a person's health, health than it is helpful yeah. for their health. Right? Like if all you're, if all you're going to eat is one thing or you're going to mm -hmm. take something out of your diet that your body needs, how, how does that help? You know? Yeah. Uh, if you have a real dietary issue and I know in my family, we have celiac uh, disease and like my mom is allergic to milk. It's not a lactose thing. It's an actual uh, allergy. allergy. Then adjust your diet. Obviously, my mom doesn't drink milk or eat cheese or anything like that. If you're celiac, okay. you're not going to eat anything with gluten, right? But uh, to do oh, things, yeah. Mom. You're yeah. per mom. Well, how can she not have cheese? Cheese is God's gift to us. <laughs> I know it. But, you know, if you're going to do something to your body is dangerous just for the sake of vanity. It just seems simple, uh, sinful to me, right? I, I, I don't understand. But again, um, it all comes back to social media. You know, our, our kids are being flooded or even ourselves are being flooded with all these things, you know, all the time. There's always something new splashing up on your Facebook, um, which is why algorithms really freak me out because I don't know how Facebook knows what I look at. It's really yeah. creepy. Phone even knows. Um, it's listening to you, right? Um, but um, how much time have we got in, in, in our episode left there, brother? we got another 10 minutes. All right. So um, I was thinking instead of boring people more with our uh, general um, conversation, um, should we maybe give them an idea of what they can expect uh, from each episode? Do you have any ideas you want to bring to them? Uh, well, we talked about hell, right? Talking about yeah. hell. Also topic-wise? Mm-hmm. 
Topics. Oh yeah, I've got a list of topics here. Sure. Uh, and I think there's some things on the on the Facebook page as well that have been posted. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about sin. That's our first talk. So February we'll be looking at sin. Um, it seems to be something that everybody doesn't like to talk about, but everybody loves to do. Sure. Uh, you know, and I just want to be really clear with people too that might listen. Um, I am in not in any way suggesting that because we do this podcast and we talk about these topics that we are somehow better than other people. Um, I was saying to you before we came on here uh, about, you know, when people read the list of sins that Paul states in like Romans or Corinthians, you know, I guarantee you everybody kind of looks at those lists and goes, Oh, I'm so glad that's not me. Um, <laughs> and yet we're all sinners. Sure God yeah. says we, 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 we all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So I don't want anybody to presume that we are being, um, snobby or higher than thou but we want to look at things that are um worrisome sin is a big worry in my own life you know and it should be in everybody's life and i you know the conviction of sin um that's really important and then of course and then we'll look in march we'll look at hell uh which is kind of like the fallout of sin right you know if you get your life right with god there's only one way you can go and a lot of people um have tried to dismiss hell by saying that, you know, well, God is love and he would never want to put anybody in hell. But I think people have forgot the idea of justice. Sure. And, you know, so, yeah, so those will be the first two months. We'll be sitting in hell just to make people sound really, or make people really excited. <laughs> yeah. And I think also in that, talking about the understanding of what is the love of God. Yeah. Um, because a lot of people say, well, if God is loved, then he must be all these other things. And, and that's not a biblical understanding. That's, that's a human misinterpretation of what actually means, uh, what, what love actually is. Yeah. It's good, like it comes back to being a parent. You know, we love our sure. kids, but that does not mean we don't discipline them when they do something wrong. Mm-hmm. And I think people have forgotten that about, they, they, I don't know. And that's one of the things I've been struggling with too, or, or coming back to is how do we, how do we see God? And that's one of the things yeah. I hope people will understand through this podcast is it's not about how we see us. It's about how God sees us and how we should respond to how God sees us. Sure. Um, we're going to be, so we'll be talking about some hot potatoes. Mm-hmm. Um, you were talking to about having maybe a, a left and right. Um, yeah. So what's left, what's right. Uh, bring something out of current media, something that catches your eye. Uh, there were a few things that came up on the Marginal Mennonite uh, Facebook page in the last couple of weeks that really kind of got me hot under the collar. So we'll bring up some of that kind of stuff. All right. Uh, And then maybe, uh, maybe look at some quick news items as well that are, that are going on. Some, some that are a bit more unique, not some of the ones you'd see on mainstream, but exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So anything else we need to let people know about Telios talks? It's completely uh, interactive. We want people it is. to give us feedback, right? Yeah, send in emails with questions if you want to be part of what's going on. Um, the email address will be on the Facebook page. Yeah, and visit the Facebook page, obviously. Yes. And uh, share it. Because you're not going to be able to get this podcast unless you visit Facebook first until we That's get correct. it posted somewhere else. Yeah, and please share the episodes as well. Um, we want as many people to be reached as we can, not for our own uh, glory, but for the glory of God. That's yeah, we're not, called. we're not, uh, it's not about us, obviously. Yeah. So, um, so we will say adieu from my end, or as they used to say, it's good night from him. 
and then you say, oh, it's good night for me. <laughs> All, right. Uh, All right. Maybe we should close with a prayer first, and then sure, say goodbye. Absolutely. All right. Uh, Father God, we thank you for this opportunity. We thank you for giving us uh, your perfect law and your scripture and letting us just see a, a glimpse of who you are, letting us see a glimpse of what you've created us for, and letting us see what it would take for us to get to that place if we were to do it on our own. And, and clearly, we cannot. Uh, we pray that you would uh, put your hand on, on each of us, put a hand on the people who are listening, and bless them. In God's name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, till next time, everybody take care, and I will talk to you later, brother. Absolutely. Thank you very much. I'll talk to you again. Good night. Bye.